Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. And you're listening to the Grok Science Show. That's right, it's a weekly look at the world of science, technology, and their effects on our daily lives. Coming up on today's program, Maria Dello will join us to discuss sugar. So stay tuned for all of this. Plus the Grokatron 5000. And our world famous question of the week. Coming right up. Here. On the Grok's Science Show. show. Well, sugar, it's all around us, but it can be incredibly bad for us. Why should we avoid it if possible? Joining us today to discuss this issue is Miss Maria Dello. Miss Dello is a certified nutritionist from the American Health Sciences University and a member of NANP that has over 20 years of experience in this area. She is joining us today to discuss sugar and why we should be avoiding it. And Miss Dello, thank you so much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show. Thank you for having me. Well, what is so bad about sugar that we need to be conscious of? Yes, well, let's look at the history of America. In 1969, high fructose corn syrup came out, and the elevation of consumption of sugar just started to rise and rise and rise, and so did the waistline. So I don't know if you remember, but back in the 70s and 80s, there was the fat-free craze. So what happens when you take fat out of the food, doesn't taste so great, right? So with that, the food industry started to add an enormous amount of sugar in our food. Hence, people got larger, correct? And then if you look at the average body weight of a man in the 1970s, it was 168. Now, it's 198. And the same for women. The average woman was 140, and now she's 168. So clearly, there's an issue with the abundance of sugar in our food chain. So I think it's very complex of why it's in our food industry. You look at the definition of food, right? So food is to grow or burn. Sugar just does not do that. Actually, destroys the mitochondria. So. There's a lot to look at when we examine high fructose corn syrup and the the food and the sugar in our food content. Now that we have it in abundance, our bodies are just not built to tolerate it. Correct. The average American eats 17 teaspoons each day. And look what it does. I mean, cancer feeds on sugar. It is just a destroyer. It causes toxicity. It is a real problem, especially with our youth. I mean, just recently, I took an adolescent, that a patient of mine, and we went through the food aisles of regular supermarket, and wow, what a surprise. The amount of sugar in our food, just forget about soda. I mean, soda is just laced with sugar. And then don't forget the other issues when they take the sugar out of certain foods and they say zero sugar, then what's in there? Aspartame, which is almost just as bad, actually, probably if not worse. So it is a problem with with the food industry and it's everywhere. Systemic in many ways. How can we even avoid it seeing as how it's everywhere? Yeah, I mean, the first thing is, is to recognize 
through education, through nutrition, and through reading labels. And I think it's just to, you know, very often, as you know, I'm a nutritionist, people come to me and they say, well, I want to lose weight. And what diet do I go on? And which is so many diets. But the first thing I try to do with my patients is really to avoid sugar. And with that, they're getting an education on reading labels, saying what types of sugar are in foods. And you can't believe, I mean, even breads, like people say, well, how can it be in, in this bread? And believe it or not, it's in there. So the first thing is education. You must start reading labels. And then you'd be so surprised of how many grams of sugar is in our food, from peanut butters to ketchup to breads to cereals to pastas to it's just lace everywhere. And so just by avoiding it, you know, I remember years ago I had I was challenging a lot of my patients with I called it a 30 day sugar challenge. And with that, with this challenge, I gave everyone a bracelet, you know, and it says, you know, 30 day sugar challenge. And you should see the dramatic results with avoiding sugar. I mean, it was dramatic, you know, less headaches, less bloat. Their face was, they were breaking out, some of the kids, bloating like around visceral fat. And so it was just dramatic and really amazing to see the dramatic results of when avoiding sugar. It interferes with a whole host of functions in the body, immune function, increases aging, tooth decay, all of these things. Correct. Look, sugar creates candida. What is candida? It creates yeast infections. Yeast infection followed by funguses, right? Then followed by cancer and tumors. So this is this is a cascade of issues that arise when we're eating too much sugar. It's just a cascade of health issues. And by the way, it's just a total inflammation to the body. What happens when we have chronic inflammation, we get an immune response. So it is just like a string quartet of problems, especially with the immune system as well. Especially in children, behavior and cognition very much affected by sugar. Correct, correct. I mean, patients say often, they say, well, you know, after my uh, son eats dinner, you know, I gave him a little bit of ice cream and he was bouncing off the walls. Well, what does that tell you, right? I mean, it's just the kids are diagnosed with ADHD, even cognitively, because it spikes the blood sugar, it spikes, spikes an insulin response. So with all the spiking of these hormones, we're going to get an inflammation response, we're going to get immune response, it's going to lower immunity, and look what's happening now with all colds and flus and, um, you know, the viruses. So it's, it's, it's a real issue. Earlier I said to really examine ingredient label, very often people are like, how many calories is it? How many? But, you know, you can take a, a handful of almonds and a handful of uh, an apple, and they can have the same amount of calories, and then you take a glass of apple juice. Well, maybe they're all 150 calories, but guess what? That apple juice that's laced with high fructose corn syrup is going to immediately spike your blood sugar and an insulin response. And it's something that our pancreas just cannot handle. And very often when I see the results of people getting off of sugar, what happens is not only they lose weight, but the cholesterol lowers as well. So it's very interesting. When do we reach that point where it's too much? 
Yeah, I mean, that's funny. Pe- you know, people often ask, they say, well, how much how much sugar can I have? Well, I always say I'm a strict nutritionist, so <laughs> I say zero. Well, and, you know, look, if God made it, it's perfect. Once you start adding sugar, and you're going to get cravings, too. I mean, sometimes people get that low at 3, 3 o'clock, or they, you know, or they eat something, and not that they're full. I mean, they're full or they're satisfied after dinner, and then all of a sudden they say, well, I was sitting on the couch, and I had to have something sweet. Why is that? Because somewhere along the line, especially in the morning, ate something sweet, and then you have these fluctuations of blood sugar and insulin, and all of a sudden... People are getting headaches or they're getting tired. And that happens in school, too. The people's attention deficit, too, in school. So that really needs to look at. Look what it does. It increases our stress response, too, just by rising our hormone levels. So it really needs something that we need to examine through education. How do we get the message out? Right. Well, look, I mean, certainly just by talking about it, talking about education through ratio stations and educating at a younger age. I mean, just four grams of sugar is one teaspoon. I mean, that's incredible, right? And some of these, everyone's very hooked on these coffee drinks, these extra latte drinks, right? You cannot imagine the amount of sugar. Some of them have at at least 42 grams of sugar. So If you're good at math, you're going to figure that out. There's four grams per one teaspoon. So that is a tremendous amount of sugar in our food and some of these fancy coffee drinks, correct? Yeah, it's out there that we don't even think about. Yes, I mean, it's it's some, I mean, this sugar is, to me, it's it's life-threatening. Not only it ages us, it causes skin discoloration, it causes glycation, skin sagging. I mean, if you want to look young and you want to stay young, just my number one recommendation is avoid sugar. I mean, not only you'll feel better, you'll have more energy. And don't forget, the more sugar we consume, we're going to urinate more. So what happens when we urinate more, we lose and we get depleted of all those natural minerals that we need. Don't forget our heart needs minerals to function. So this is really something that everyone needs to look at. Do other countries suffer from the same degree of sugar overload? Certainly. The UK is up there with uh, sugar consumption, but there's no doubt about it that Americans are up there in obesity, heart disease, diabetes. I mean, now 12-year-old kid is the face of the diabetic. So we really need to look and look at the health crisis we're in, more heart disease, more diabetes, more insulin resistance, more immune issues, autoimmune. So this is something, and don't forget, it's a gut disruptor. We say all arrows point to nutrition, but also the gut. The gut is is something we need to flourish with good microbes. So when we eat so much sugar, we have an excess of candida as well. So it's really important to avoid this. And then someone might ask, I mean, this is something very interesting. They'll say, they'll take it to the next level. And they say, what about like an apple? And I say, that's that's perfect. You know, it's perfect. So the apple does have natural sugars in it, right? But it also has fiber and glutathione and vitamin C. So it's going to absorb very slowly opposed to a apple drink that's going to spike your blood sugar. And then get used to reading ingredient labels, which is so important. I mean, 
everyone is just almost obsessed with reading calories. But when you really get down to it, you have to read what is the first ingredient. When you see that first or second ingredient and it says sugar or high fructose corn syrup, guess what? That's the most abundant in that product. So years ago, you had sugar as a treat, right? You know, once a week, you get ice cream. But now, kids are eating it every day. Now, this is all a reflection of the abundance of heart disease. And the, I mean, look at the children today. It's, it's really a problem. Maybe you have some final words regarding the issue. If people want to learn more about it or more about your work, where can they go? Sure. My website is www.delonutritionals.com. And what's nice about it is I do have, I still offer the sugar challenge for 30 days and it's just guaranteed you'll feel better, less headaches, less bloat. You'll lose weight. Your skin gets clearer. You know, cognitively, you'll feel better as well. You'll become more sharper. It's it's really something to examine it. And, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, but little steps to success is the way to do it. You know, it is, sugar is very addicting. It's a place to start, right? And the first place we start is just to read the labels. You know, get a nutritionist, you know, someone to guide you and educate us to better our health and longevity. Well, I certainly hope people will do that, take up the challenge and learn more about it. And I will just close by saying we were talking with Ms. Maria Dello, DelloNutritionals.com. Ms. Dello, I want to thank you very much for joining us today on the Grox Science Show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and good health. And that's all for this week's edition of the Grok Science Show. Make sure you tune in next week for more from the world of science and technology. If you'd like to contact us here, you can email us at science at groks.net. For Grok Science, I'm Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. Make sure you also see us on the web at www.groks.net. Have a great afternoon and keep on grokking.